Welcome back. Welcome back to Salute Detroit Podcast. It's your boy Al Rowe. We got Phil with us. Happy 4th of July. And speaking of 4th of July, a lot of fireworks happened this past week. A lot of fireworks. And the fireworks are still going off in college football world. Um, we had a plan for you. We have this great show planned for you. And once again, just like we just like uh with the breakdown show. SC threw us a curveball. I don't. I'm not upset with the curveball that they threw, but big news in college football today. I know we're late, and the reason why we're talking about this so late is because we wanted to get every single fact. We wanted to be correct. We didn't want to rush to it. Now that we got everything out, now we know what's really going on. We knew it was about the dollar, but we didn't know how important the dollar was, which led to this decision. But the Trojans are will be in the Pac-12, their conference, for two more years. Burst then they're taking off. They're yeah. Then they're taking off to the Big Ten. They're taking off to the Big Ten, and to me, it makes sense. To me, it puts them in the right situation. To me, it does everything that they need to do to be where they need to be again. How do you feel about it, Phil? I'm a mixed bag about this. At, at first, I was like, this is this is a horrible move. Uh, not a horrible move, but it's like, why would you leave a conference that you're, guarant- that you're all but guaranteed to win just by being competitive? I mean, the, you would traditionally, the path to the, the path to the call the national championship couldn't have been easier than going undefeated and winning the Pac-12. Right. I mean, now, you look across the nation, and that is probably that is probably the easiest path to the national championship. Problem is, nobody's been able to pull it off. Oregon couldn't do it. SC hasn't done it in forever. Cal can't do it, UCLA, Arizona State, all of the Pac-12 schools that have gotten complacent with the money that they were receiving and not focused on football, focused on education, which, I mean, it's a university, that's what they should be, but have set education requirements so high that they can't get the required level of talent in there to be competitive, remain competitive at the D1 level. Now Stanford has still been competitive. I won't. I won't put them all away on that. But Cal, Arizona, Washington State's gotten better. Arizona, Oregon State has come a long way relatively shortly. But prior to this last resurgence, those were just universities that they were they were collecting checks from the benefit being the beneficiary of USC star power. With this move leaving the Pac-12 going to the Big Ten, USC is now playing with the big boys every week. Big Ten football is must-see. Big Ten football is almost as big as the SEC. And more importantly, it makes USC more than just a West Coast superstar, but makes them a national powerhouse, a national a national team, a national draw. Say and that again. Only, Say that one more time so they can hear you. A national powerhouse, a national draw on every TV in America. 
Nobody will be saying, oh, it's too late. We did. Oh, did you see the SC game? Nah, bro, I will sleep. You know, it comes on at 10 o'clock at night. You know, I got to get I got church in the morning. Yeah. So that's probably not what they were saying, but <laughs> <laughs> in the South, they might have been saying that. But so th- right. this this is this is what I'm going to get at. Right. This is what I'm going to get at. And, and before we do that, though, I just want to let you guys know that we're sponsored by Bet Online. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports development, including this year's Wimbledon's finals, Major League Baseball, and latest fighting news, even next season's NFL early futures. Head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up and receive your 50% welcome bonus <clears throat> on your first deposit. Just use promo code BELIEVE to get your bonus and get into the action. That's B-E, that's B-L-E-A-V, B-L-E-A-V, bet online where the game starts. This is what I was going to get at, though. I've, I, I, I played at USC. All of our preseason games, we played one game across the nation. We leave on Thursday and have mm-hmm. Friday have Friday practice there. At the end of the day, USC is full of elite athletes. So people who keep saying that, the, oh, I can't wait till they have to play Michigan in the snow. That doesn't matter because those dudes are trying to go to the league, so they might end up having to play in New York in the snow, play in Green Bay in the snow. Last, last thing – Last time I checked, Green Bay's quarterback is from California, and he went to Cal. Last time I checked, just saying. Last well, time it, I it, che- gets, it, it gets cold out there in Chico. Now, does it get cold enough to snow? Probably not. Does it get Green Bay cold? Definitely not. Definitely but- not. Okay, put it like this. Last time I checked, the quarterback that got Kansas City rolling was from was from San Diego by Alex Smith. Alex mm-hmm. Smith wasn't a Hall of Famer, but he wasn't a bad quarterback. Never really heard him complain about weather. Weather is no. an excuse. You can't control the weather. You just got to go play. I don't want to hear the. He's and he got Correct. used to he got used to inclement weather in Utah. At the end of the day, if you want to go to the league, you can't use weather as, as an excuse. You no. can't use time zone. These are an elite athletes. Now, here's what I am happy about: the Big Ten and the SEC are the only two conferences where you could lose a game during your season. You still have a chance at the national championship. You can lose a game and you get to the playoffs. If I'm in the Pac-12, the ACC, anything else, if I lose one game, it's a very, very hard stretch for me to get back. But if I lose one game in my conference and the Big Ten, and now they're using strength to schedule, right? Mm-hmm. So say I lose a game in Wisconsin, right? That kind of benefits me because now I'm saying, well, they had to travel to Wisconsin from California, use all the excuses they lose. But then now I go rolling. Once I start rolling, then what happens? I get you a shot. In, yeah, yeah. I get a shot. I get a shot to go. I get a shot to be in the playoff. There's a lot of things that factor into it. Okay, I know football is is the breadwinner. I know football is is what happens. I know football is the thing that makes money. Top two, top two conferences in women's volleyball. You know who they are. Big Ten and Pac-12. There you go. Right? What do you think is going to happen with USC track and field now? You think they'll ever lose a conference again? Uh, track and field? Yes. They got some stiff competition from them boys from Ohio State. Them boys out there can run a little bit. 
They, they Ohio State is not that great at track and field. The Big Ten is not that great at conference in track and field. It's one of the SEC, the ACC, and then there's Pac-12 teams that give them. Uh, I get what you're saying. You got to deal with those boys from Cleveland and things like that. That I, I understand mm-hmm. that part, but I kind of there's a couple of sports. There's a couple of sports that go into that conference and become way better. The school across town now is in a they are basketball school. Oof. They're in a better basketball conference now. The school across town is about to go bankrupt. I'm surprised they didn't ask us for a loan because I would have definitely helped them out. Now, here's the <laughs> deal. Here, here, here's the deal, and we really have to talk about this. Larry Scott should be put in jail. Larry Scott should have never been the commissioner of the conference. Larry Scott killed the Pacific Conference. Pac-10, Pac-12, whatever you want to call it, Larry Scott killed it. The fact, the fact that the TV contract was what it was, I can say this. SC still got the most money out of it because they manhandled the conference. I understand it. But the, the fact that I have to go to the Big Ten and make money makes absolutely no sense. None at all, right? Now, now what are you going to do? Of course, UCLA comes. All right, you guys should come with. But like, people are talking about traditional rivalries. The SCU, the S, the SC and Cal rivalry was a big deal. SC Stanford rivalry was a big deal. You have to be here to know. They call it the weekend, or they like playing each other. Mm-hmm. That's fine. But how do you have a TV contract like that and expect a school like that? Okay, USC is the top football school in the in the conference. I don't care what you say. USC is the top football school in the conference. You say, oh, they didn't win, blah, blah, blah. If SC wasn't the top football school, why is the conference in panic right now that they left? Right? <laughs> why, why would Big Ten want them in the first place? Why they would they been. want them in the first place? Right. And you go and look at the basketball side, UCLA is the top basketball school in the conference. Yep. UCLA is now gone. Why is the conference in a panic? Right? So how do you how do you first of all, how do you let them leave? Them leaving and you resigning, and they say this has been in the talk for almost a year and a half. This didn't just happen, they have been talking for almost a year and a half. So you knew this hat was gonna happen, and then you resign before this happened. You knew this was coming, Larry Scott, and you just let it happen. And now the new commissioner is trying to renegotiate a TV deal. Money talks. Money talks, right? I don't understand how you could let this happen as a commissioner. How do you let a team how do you how do you not protect your conference? So so you just gave me some information that I was that I just was made aware of, and I was not aware because I was not aware of this at all. And and if if you're telling me that the commissioner of the Pac-12 knew about this for a year and a half. Let me correct it before you finish. USC and UCLA has been getting poached for a year and a half. They've been getting mm-hmm. poached by multiple conferences for a year and a half. The Big Ten and the Big 12 were for sure. They've been poaching them for almost a year and a half. Well, and you said that Larry Scott should be imprisoned, and if imprisoned might be a little strong, but he definitely should no longer be allowed to be the commissioner of anything, let alone his own household. But um, (laughs) (laughs) 
I just that's what I'm saying. It's I don't so- know how that is mind boggling. I, you know, you sit here and you tell me that you're looking at the top draw in your conference, the only name move, the only name, the 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 needle mover. You know, it's the second largest media market in the nation. And you let you know the buzzards are circling, and it doesn't strike you to get up off your ass and do something. I think it was rock. one of those things. Yeah, I think it was one of those things. He didn't believe it. It was kind of like ah, they won't leave. They won't leave. Somebody had to. That, that's a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry, Al. Uh, somebody had to have told him the dollar figures. He, he had to have known the dollar figures in other conferences. And if you know the dollar figures and their dollar figures are so much higher than yours and you know they're circling, that would be that. I Maybe I'm just a little different. I don't know. I, I think that I could speak for you as well, that I would that if I knew the buzzard were circling with larger cash flow, that that would require that we did something and we did something now. No, I 100% like <laughs> you're 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 correct. Like so like for a long time beer wasn't allowed in Pac-12 stadiums and then they figured out how much revenue they were making off of beer. Now beer's allowed in Pac-12 stadiums. He's always late to the punch. Always late to the punch. Like and now All right, I'm going to put it out there. I don't care. In order for you to leave the West Coast to go play for any other school, I don't care what school it is in the nation, you're getting paid to do it. Everybody knows you're getting paid to do it. Yeah. He had so many rules on kids transferring, things like that, that it is my – I'm just speechless because I hate talking about this dude because what he did to a conference like that. But now they're trying to make everything to play catch-up and then they come out with this. Well, it doesn't matter if you win your division. It w- it's based off your win percentage. That's how you go to the. Uh, that's how you go to your conference champion. They don't care about that with the college playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, man, you guys are that hey, deuces. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> right on, Bye. brother. That's right what I'm on. Bye. Yeah. Like, what they did, they legit brought the Trojan horse into the Pac-12 conference, like, into the offices. It was like, here you go. We're bringing you guys a gift. And they just shocked them. Here we go. We're leaving. Here's our 30-day notice. We'll see you guys. Yep. You guys you guys can keep the deposit because there's going to be other schools that need it. Oregon State and Washington State are probably going to have to go to the Mountain West. There's nothing that will keep them there, right? Oregon State. Not going to the Mountain West. No, or, Oregon, Oregon State. You said? Yeah. Oregon State. Oregon State and Washington State probably have to go to the Mountain mm-hmm. West, right? Colorado could go back to the Big 12. Utah could go to the Big 12. Arizona and Arizona State could go to the Big 12 because baseball and basketball saves Arizona and Arizona State. Right. So they could go to the Big 12, right? Cal and Stanford have to go to the Mountain West. Yep. Like, they have to go to the Mountain West, right? Yeah, Cal just became San Jose State overnight. Yep. So now overnight. there's one school. there's two schools left. Where does Oregon and Washington go? Honestly, I don't think Washington. Or, now, I believe they said they were a package deal, even though Washington isn't good enough to go anywhere. And the question becomes Oregon. Now, Oregon suddenly becomes one the top top girl at the party on the West Coast. Yeah, Oregon is now the best looking girl to, to, to invite to the prom, right? Mm-hmm. So Phil Knight came out with an article and said that Oregon either goes to the Big Ten 
or the SEC. It's the only conferences he wants to see in the plane, right? So if I'm a conference commissioner, I'm kind of like, hey, we could get this guy. This might come with a Nike sponsorship. Just just to see. It doesn't hurt to feel at this point, right? No, but, no, it doesn't. But Oregon and Washington being a package deal, and they're leaving it behind their sister schools, quote-unquote, or their state schools, shows where those other state schools were, which isn't very good, right? Mm-hmm. I, di- I did hear this, and I don't know how true it is. Cal and Stanford are supposed to come later. It's one of those things, hey, man, let me get in. Once I get in, I'll, uh, I'll look out for you. You know what I mean? It's one, it's one of those things. Once I get in, I'll look out for you. And, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get you in. Don't worry about it. But I don't think it's going to be that. The road to no, is paved with good <laughs> intentions, brother. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, but, all right. So back to what I was saying. So there's two schools left. Where, do, where does Oregon and Washington go? Washington, Washington. Here's the good thing about Washington. Was Washington's up, they're good, and they produce money. When Washington's down. They're still not. Uh, they're still not the bottom of the conference. They're still mid pack, like not really bad, if that makes sense. So they're still right. a great competitor. They're also a decent basketball school. Uh, that's about all I know. They're decent. They're not. You know, they're not out of this world crazy, but they're decent. But that's about it. But they produce money. That's all that matters, right? Yeah, I was gonna huh? say it. Is their soccer team any good? Their softball team is really good, and Big Ten softball is good. Yeah, yes. So keep in mind, softball is the fourth largest revenue and largest mm. grossing NCAA sport. You know what I didn't think about now that you mentioned that and you say that because I was completely ready to write off Stanford, but I forgot all about their basketball. Their basketball programs alone would dictate a ne- or necessitate a move to the Big Ten. It's not plural. It's their women's basketball team. It is. Oh, their men's their men's basketball team is, has been good before and can be good again. But it is the women's basketball team doing the heavy lifting with that. But their baseball team yes. is, pre- is pretty legit, too, has so, always been legit. Right. And so that, that like a lot of people are like, ah, oh, it's stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> SC made the move strictly for money and football, right? Yeah. They went to a conference for money and football and probably volleyball. Right, and now the Big Ten's yeah. trying to get them a softball team, trying to make things happen. Right, they went for money in football. UCLA went for money in basketball. basketball. Like there's strategy to it, right? And they both have really good women's volleyball teams. UCLA has an excellent softball team, which is going to play in an excellent conference, yeah. right? Even though the conference, you no know, Pac-12 softball was good. Don't get me wrong, but they're not going to a, a lesser conference per se. So that's neither here nor there. But wasn't Arizona's the team the best uh er, the best softball team in the Pac-12? Well, they both went to the tournament. Yeah, I was gonna say they run a neck and neck, UCLA and Arizona. And I remember Cal. At one point, Cal's wasn't too bad either. Didn't they have the uh the female Barry Bonds? Cal? Yeah. Or was that UCLA? Might have been UCLA. I know this year it was Oklahoma, but it might have been UCLA. But with neither here nor there, though, like they had to make the move. And who would have thought in our lifetime we will see the Pac-12 dissolve? But here's the deal, though. The Pac-12 is not completely dissolving. Mm-hmm. It's staying intact. One sport is going to keep the Pac-12 intact. 
Do you know what sport that is? Got to be basketball. Nope. Beach volleyball. Beach volleyball is going to keep the Pac-12 intact. Beach volleyball will be the only Pac-12 sport remaining. Well, I don't know. I don't know because Arizona and Colorado both said we are committed to the Pac-12. But I don't know how committed you could be when schools start vacating. When there is no Pac-12. When there is no Pac-12. Like, so you can't be too committed. Like, I guess you could say, not in Arizona State. I guess you could say I'm the last one to leave. But I wanted to bring up this point. I wanted to, and I don't know if you remember this, but at one time, the Pac-10 at that time reached out to the Big 12. And they said, we want Texas, Texas A&M. Ah, man, I think it was Baylor, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. It was supposed to be like the first super conference. I remember. I remember there was talks about it. I, I, more of now. You said named off school, specific schools. I thought it was a merge, a mm-hmm. merger. They didn't want to take all the schools, and they, those are the schools. I think something happened with Texas Tech, and I don't know, but it didn't happen, right? Now it's happening, and and they're going to make the jump. Like you got to think about this too. The SEC just got bigger, right? It's just a matter mm-hmm. of days before we hear that. Who is that? Florida State. So we got the Florida State Florida rivalry back. Yeah. If Virginia, yeah. yeah. Like so, I mean, the LSU chancellor was right. He said it should turn into Fox and ESPN. Those should just be the conferences. And the best two out of those conferences playing the national championship. Because at the end of the day, it is a money grab. It's yeah. a money grab for these kids, it's a money grab for everyone else. But it still goes back to the fact that we saw we're watching the Pac-12 dissolve. Yep. I I'm just speechless about that. It, it's not just the Pac-12 because it's, it's the Pac-12 first, and it's the Pac-12 because it's our conference. But when you look at when you look across the nation, the ACC once they lose Duke, uh, Clemson, Virginia Tech, Florida State, once they lose those teams. That conference is over as well. That conference is over as well, one hundred percent. I agree. So you're looking, you're what you're looking at is the is essentially the death of college football. You're now you're now looking at at either at a at a semi pro semi college uh, type atmosphere. Everybody's getting paid, so they're not student athletes anymore. Well, they're still student athletes. They're going to school. They're getting paid. I, I hear they're you. Not amateurs. They're not amateurs, so. I mean, they've been getting paid anyway. You think two of them get paid? Well, I mean, listen. listen <laughs> it's, we're speaking strictly above board. Okay? <laughs> I cannot speak to what may or may not allegedly have happened that I have no uh, collective evidence of. Okay? I, I, I know. I, no, I got hey, you on hey, that you over here bringing up bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, but what I'm saying is like, it. I could see the fall of the conferences. Now, I could also see this, and what really needs to happen, I'm 100% for, I see the fall of the NCAA. Mm-hmm. And I've talked about this before with multiple people, and the only reason why it really hasn't happened is because the presidents are scared, and that means they have to. it's more work for them. Right? They don't know what, they don't know what to do, they don't, and it's a, it, it's a changing of the times, and 
in order for these chime these times to change successfully, these presidents got to go. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, they have all to of go. Them are all of them except for the SEC and the Big Ten commissioner because they're the only ones who had the wherewithal to see where it was going and jump out in front and make it happen. Yeah, one hundred percent. But like, not the commissioners. I'm talking about like the actual school presidents. It like. They're the ones that end up, man, it's a long process, but at the end of the day, I can see the fall of the NCAA because mm. it's so wild right now that they won't be able to control it. And finally, somebody's going to be like, I'm out of here. I think this is like the the very first, this is the shot that was heard around the world against, yeah, like this is, there's been this ongoing battle against the NCAA and college athletics. So like, I could definitely see it. I could definitely see this going down. Absolutely. It's been in the mix for a long, long time. And the reality of the situation, it it always boils down to the ultimate evil, and that's money. For a long, long time, too many people were being able to exploit the, the college athletes and, and the universities were just capitalizing off of it crazy said you villainize guys for signing autographs for taking band-aids for taking band-aids for all types of shit for getting free tattoos like shit you know how much a tattoo's going for i'm surprised all these college kids got enough money to have full sleeves yeah i there's no shot there's no shot yeah they taking band-aids getting the ride it's it's just I guess they ended that now, but at the end of the day, it's it's it. You can see the end happening. the The, the end is near. I don't see it lasting long, and when I say long, I mean twenty twenty five year span, maybe so. But I think I don't see it lasting that long. Uh, well, you, man, that's crazy. But I think this move is is the shot that everybody's heard around the world, and it's going to start. It's going to start a domino effect. Like when Utah came, I, I'm trying to, and then the, the dissolving of the Big East, that was kind of like, all right, cool. It's made the conferences a little better. But now we're looking at like, we're looking at big moves happening. We're talking about Clemson going into the SEC, and they probably have to play Alabama in the middle of the season. And we'll have to play Alabama again for. Should be playing Georgia. Yeah. Well, no, well, they have to cross over, but still, we're talking things like that. We're talking like UCL, USC and Ohio State have to play in the middle of the season and probably have to yeah. play again for a conference championship and determine who goes to the playoff, right? We're they're looking at. To, yeah, they're going to have to play probably Ohio State or one, at least two, of the, two or three of the follow Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, Wisconsin. Um, they got Maryland. Maryland shouldn't be that difficult, but you go and, and that's just the football. Indiana, they got a, a wide variety. Now the western portion of that division is a little easier than the eastern portion, but still, I mean, you're talking about Minnesota, Nebraska, uh, Northwestern, and maybe Wisconsin's in the western portion of that. I think but, so. Yeah, but you're but you're talking about 
in in conference that if you want to be considered a top dog, you're playing three schools that you never would have played before. Out of all of the out of all of those six schools that you got to navigate through and play at least five of them, it, in the Pac-12, you played one. Yeah, but it it's good. It's good. I don't I don't like it's good because like I'm tired of hearing I'm I'm a person that's that oh strength of schedule strength of schedule and now like there's no excuse like there it gets to the point to where like there's no excuse why you can't put us in and as he put himself in a situation where you have to put us in now right yep. like we we okay we took we took a loss that's fine I'm okay with that but at the end of the day you have to put us in I'm tired of you saying strength of schedule our schedule is tough we have to travel farther, and we have to play in the cold that you guys always complain about. Like, our schedule's tough. To, to go back on what you said, on in the Big Ten West is Iowa, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Purdue, Illinois, Nebraska, and Northwestern. Uh, so that means everybody else is on the other side, which I don't know how they'll do the crossovers. But, mm-hmm. like, and, and, and you said this in the beginning. They're going to be on in the middle of the day. They're going to be the nine. The, the what is the game out here for us? The ten o'clock game. Nine o'clock, the nine o'clock. The nine game. o'clock game. Mm-hmm. They're going to be the nine o'clock game. All right. So that I mean that's not bad. Like they no have later than three thirty. Everybody, everybody will always. Everybody always says that. Oh, uh, they play too late. They they uh we can't see them play this and that. They play in the WAC conference. All right. All of the excuses are now eliminated. We play in the Big Ten, which is the second best conference in college football, quote unquote. We play in Eastern Time Zone. You can see all of our players, so it helps with Heisman votes, right? And now you, the voters, have, have seen us play. Give us our chance, right? Give us our chance. Like, like, give us our chance. If we go undefeated, we should be the one seed, and we should be the number one team in the nation. There's no yep. excuses. There's no. Strength of schedule. There's no this. There's no that. Give us our chance, and SC's put themselves in that situation to do that. And but and then do like you said, it, it's all about exposure. You get you you're begging. You're no longer having to beg when you're in the Big Ten. So the Big Ten is recognized. If you go undefeated in the Big Ten, you're guaranteed a spot in what in the let's say top five rankings top five yeah. top ten so you will be ranked if you go undefeated you and and with the super conference you will be in the college football playoff thing and so when you look at this whole thing the next the next thing that you wonder is what are they gonna do with the playoff system they have to add they have to add they have to add they have and and then it becomes a question of how many teams do you add you got 20 t- or what what are we up to Four, 12, 14 teams in the big 10. Something 12 like teams, 12 teams with added, at 16. 16, yeah. The SEC is looking at going up to about 20. Yeah, you, you have to add. Like, you won't even play, the SEC won't even play every school every year. No. Unless they play a closed schedule. They still won't be able to do it. They'll have more teams than they will have. They'll have to expand the schedule. No, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they – if they go a closed schedule, they still won't play every team every year. Yeah. But 
they'll at least get to play three quarters of them. Yeah, they'll get to play somebody new in the conference every year. I don't know. That that that's up to the schedulers, but this is gonna happen with the Big Ten too, but and that presents a different challenge because, as you said, what if they go close schedule? That freezes out everybody else who's not in their conference. So does that does that mean those other anybody not in those two mega conference? They just start to shrivel up and die out and wither away because they're not they're not making the same money that these other conferences are. You have to get on. Maybe you get one preseason. You get one preseason, and then you got to go. Like. I mean, I, that's just the close, close schedule is the only thing I can think of, like, right here, like, right on the spot. Close schedule is the only thing I can think of to where you could be like, all right, so how do we get everybody to play, right? That's right. the only thing I can think of. But you have to add. You're going to have to add. But then it gets weird, right? So the only, the only conferences is the Big 12 and the ACC and the Pac-12. The Big 12 is still attacked. They just they just brought on BYU and oh they did SMU. get BYU yeah and Houston they got those guys that's a big hit so the ACC's done right the Pac 12s done well, well we we can forecast it let's just forecast it the ACC's done the Pac 12s right. done right? right so um still leaves still leaves one big unicorn in the middle of the country which is Notre Dame. Oh, they're fine. Are they're they? Fine. Yeah, why do they need to join a conference? Why, how are they going to be who are they so let's okay. Now I, let's let's go back let's revisit your close schedule. There's no Pac-10 anymore. There's no ACC. If we're if Big Ten and SEC go close schedule, who do they play? They become nobodies. Yeah, but then I say you get one, you get one game. They get a play. They get a they they they're not in a conference, so that they can't. Does that mean they get to play everyone a whole schedule from those two conferences? So that means that their individual deal by itself is worth more than the conferences that they're in. They're they, not. They're not giving up that NBC contract. I don't care what every you can say they will make it work. The NCAA will make it work for them, but they're not giving up that NBC contract. They don't have to share any of their money with anybody. None. Well, they're gonna find themselves. They're gonna find themselves playing D two schools if they're not careful. I hear what you're saying, and so that's and that's so that's a, that's the only gripe I have about. SC going to the Big Ten is scheduling conflicts, right? So do you still play Notre Dame? Do you still play Cal? Do you still play Stanford? Got to. Right? Do you still do that? And when you do that, how do you make it work? Because you're in a full schedule. You're in a full schedule in the Big Ten. And you have to get a full conference schedule in. So how, how do you make all that work, right? And, oh man, it's just so weird, like, not seeing – SC and Notre Dame play. And that's coming from somebody who's played at SC and like SC and Notre Dame was a game worth looking looking at, right? Uh, mm-hmm. you look forward to playing Notre Dame because at the time Notre Dame was decent when we were there and they were still a they were still a challenge. Um oh man, I just that uh, it, it threw me off when US, USC and UCLA didn't play at the end of the year these past couple of years. Like that was like a big deal to me. Like, how do you not end the season? With the crosstown rivalry, but that's neither here nor there. But there ain't no rivalry. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they say it is three, four, five, six, seven, 
8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 16 teams will be in the Big Ten in 2024. Woo. So 16 teams plus 20. 16. That's 36 teams. I don't know what you do. For four playoff spots. That that's that's not going to work. Well, we They're, know there'll be teams that'll be bottom feeders that won't get there, right? So does the right. so and it's then, still 36 teams. I mean, but you look at you look at the way those conferences are stacked, those 36 teams include nearly your entire top 25. Yeah, but so do you here, here here's the question too. So do you do you uh do you start kicking teams out of the conference? Your teams start getting kicked out the conference. Does Vanderbilt stay in the SEC? Does Northwestern and those teams stay in the Big Ten? Do teams start getting the boot? So right? then, so then that raises the question of what's the criteria for booting them? Because as we stated earlier in the pro in the program, so we're if you if you focus on football, you can start you can start kicking guy teams out or schools out right away. Now, when you start incorporating other schools and or other sports and success in other sports, then it be then now you're ranking importance because let's say let's say your UCLA is terrible at football, comes out wins a national championship at basketball. Does that mean they get kicked out of the conference? Not no. at all. But what Not is Northwest? All. What is Northwestern good at? Uh, <laughs> they got a hell of a law program. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you, you journalism know. school is pretty good too. I was uh, looking yeah, at the, it. the journalism school is pretty good. So like those, those are like those are, do do people does Vanderbilt stay in the SEC? I mean they have a good baseball team, but for the most part, do they stay in the SEC? Mm-hmm. Those are things you have it, to look at. Right. And, and and it it's a mess. The any t- any way you look at it, it it is a mess. I mean, it's it's like the it's like searching through a needle in a haystack. Yeah, and no I don't doubt. Even use, I don't even use that terminology. But every time I stop and I think about it and try to make two, heads or tails in two ways, it's like what the what do they what have they done here? Yeah, like this is I, we're we're all leaving the conference and we're going to this conference. Okay. What about the X Y Z? Well, you know, we didn't really think about that. You know, this was this was a football move, and we we, we just said we was we, we was gonna do this, and that's what it was. I don't I don't think I don't I don't think I do not think personally that they make a decision based off of one sport. That's just no. me, and I could sound naive and, and or whatever, but I don't think they make that decision off of one sport because if that's the case. Then why not stay and just just be the cash cow for that one in that one conference, right? Yeah, I, I just get a better deal. Yeah, I think it worked out all around for USC in every single sport. They're talking about getting a softball team now. They've never had a softball team because now those teams, those teams in May, could come over and play multiple games in Southern California. And have great times, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, and and that's what people forget. We're the tournament is in April. The basketball tournament is in April. Those dudes aren't in class. Everybody's worrying about class. Those dudes are in class and hotels. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, let's be realistic. Baseball teams that play in cold weather, 
spend weeks at a time in warm weather states. Like, come on now. But that, that so like I think it just works out and everything. The only thing that the only thing I disagree about is just the rivalries. I hate to see the Notre Dame rivalry in. But I like to let you know our partners at Bet Online continues to be the number one source for all your football betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, sports development, including this year's Wilmington Finals, Major League Baseball, latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website for your mo- or your mobile device. Sign up today. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE to get the bonus and get into the action. Bet online where the game starts. That's B-L-E-A-V. All right, Phil, let's wrap this thing up, man. I know you got to run. It's good seeing you. We got to get – we'll be we'll be on next week uh, with the show we intended to do. Hopefully we don't get any more breaking news. Tell me what you – give me your closing thoughts. Tell me what you think, and let's wrap this up so I can let you run. Listen, so uh, I, I did a show a couple with a, with a buddy of mine a couple of days ago talking about this, and, it, geez, and my dog is just going to bust, bust her way onto the, onto the show underneath my arm here duchess get you there you go see say hi now get out the way but so this is uh it's a unique situation and it's one to to really just kind of take in stride and just let it be what it is uh the question i had was while i see the the pack the new pac-12 commissioner trying to work out a new deal said what has usc signed is uh, are they lock solid ironclad in this big 10 deal what if Somehow, by some stroke of, of gift from the football gods, the Pac-12 conference comes back, comes with an offer they can't refuse. Huh. That will we'll see. Well, that's I, I why mean, they can't leave. That's why they can't leave until 24. Right. Because they're locked in the Pac-12 deal. But which is which gives them two years to work it out. And and if so, and if Larry Scott wasn't an, about his P on his P's and Q's to make it happen in a year and a half, this new guy suddenly understands that if he don't make figure out a way to do this, he's not going to have a job in two years. Well, the new guy already made divisions not matter. So I don't think he's going around the right direction. He what? He, he already made divisions not matter. So I don't think he's going in the right direction. <laughs> he's throwing things on the wall see if it sticks this is what i want to say look just let it happen like it, it's great like there's no more excuses we they, they have a chance to be really good i want everybody to think about this if i was a head college football coach and i went 11 and 1 or 10 and 2 every year for 10 years and my bowl record was 7 and 3 will my program be bad absolutely not I will have a good program, and kids will be willing to go there because they want to be the one to get me over the hill. You, it's not about the climate has changed and becomes national championship or bust. It's not about national championship or bust. It's about winning the Rose Bowl. It's all you can control. Win the Rose Bowl. Win 10 games. Become a top five team consistently. College football is about national recognition. That's how you get money. Wins come with national recognition. SD needs to become a natural, a national name again. And they made the first move. Now let everything happen. Stop worrying about stuff that doesn't matter. These are elite athletes that's playing college football. Don't worry about them not not having to travel or being cold and things like that. They'll prepare for it. They can prepare for it. They'll be ready. 
They have an excellent coach. They're doing they're doing excellent recruiting. Just let it go. It's a great move. If you want them to be great, it's a great move. Let it happen. You got anything else before we wrap this thing up? That's what I sent to you in the in the private chat there. But uh I think it fight on, fight on. We'll give that salute to Troy, like you said. Sit back, watch this, let it happen, see how this all plays out. There's plenty of cards that have to fall. Yeah. Well, we'll 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 get on the Grinch thing. <laughs> Definitely, it's always good, man. It's, it's always gonna be good a mainstay. Just, just get used to that. You're gonna see yeah. a lot of that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's good, man. We'll 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 get together next week. We'll have some film for y'all next week. This surprise happened. We'll have film for y'all next week. It'll be great to watch, man. You know, I'm Al Rowe, still Rob. You know how it goes. Live free, fight on. See you guys. <laughs>